Welcome to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor. I've gone from career burnout to taking multiple career breaks, scoring several remote jobs, and even starting my own business while traveling to over 80 countries. The one thing that held me back from starting sooner is that I didn't believe it was possible for me. I wasn't aware that travel could become part of my lifestyle. Through this podcast, I'm so excited to share with you the travel possibilities that are out there for you. In season one, we're talking all about career breaks. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor. And today, I figured I would share my story so you can see how it all makes sense that I am qualified to be talking about all of these travel possibilities. And so as our seasons go on, we'll talk more about other things outside of the realm of career breaks. We'll discuss remote work and digital nomad life and starting businesses to travel, etc. But for this season, we are focusing on career breaks. I have personally taken two. So I'm just going to dive in, let you know a little bit more about me and off we go. So my background was very typical. I was raised, I guess, fairly traditionally. I knew that I needed to get good grades in school because I had to go to a good college. And in college, I had to study something that would get me a job once I graduated. And once I graduated, I would need to work hard in order to earn a bunch of money in order to be successful in life. And then I could keep doing that until I retire. And that's basically the mindset that I had been going through life with until about the year 2015. So we'll back up a bit. I studied chemical and biomolecular engineering in college, and it is as difficult and as boring as it sounds, quite frankly. Once I graduated, I accepted the first job that I was offered. I was a scientist in the advanced chemistry laboratory at a biomedical, yeah, a biomedical company. I can't even remember. remember. Um, I remember being so bored out of my mind every single day. The lab had no windows and it was just dark and living in Boston, I noticed like in the wintertime, it would get dark so early and it would be dark when I got to work and it was just, my life felt so dark. Anyway, I just, I'm like, oh, okay, being an adult is pretty boring and I would be living for the weekend and like trying to fit as much fun into my weekends as possible, drinking my face off to be perfectly honest because I was in my early 20s. And one day I received a letter, uh, an email from a recruiter being like, do you hate your nine to five job? Do you wish you could work outside? And I was just like, yes, I do. And I went through the process there and ended up getting hired as an engineer in the oil fields. And I had to move from Boston to Texas. And it sounded like the most exciting thing in the world. And to be perfectly honest, it was. I got there and I was no longer bored at work. In fact, I had plenty to do all the time. I was so busy and stressed and it was a crazy work environment. It is a male-dominated industry. The environment can only be described as 
toxic and misogynistic. And I just thought that's how it was. Like, I really didn't question things at this time. I just was on my path. I'm like, this is what I need to do. I'm going to make a lot of money in this job. And I absolutely did. And for that, I'm thankful. I also learned a ton in that job. I learned how to stand up for myself. I learned how to work efficiently and effectively. And quite frankly, I learned it a little bit too well because I started to thrive off of the validation I received from doing such a good job at my job. And my identity was really tied to my work successes. And that's not something I really anticipated because I remember being in college and thinking I wasn't that smart because I was in a really hard major, taking really hard classes, not like performing great, I well enough, um, but not great. And I wasn't used to that because in high school I was smart and I didn't really have to try. And so college made me think that maybe I wasn't so smart and that I'm just kind of average and I'll coast by. And so this job made me rethink that and made me re realize that in fact, I have a lot to offer and I can do a lot. And that was an important step in my growth and development. Regardless, the job was super stressful. Um, I started by working out in the field. I would get phone calls in the middle of the night being like, okay, you need to come in now. And so I would have one hour to get out of bed, get all my stuff, go to the yard, gather all the equipment to go drive out to the oil fields. And then we would stay there until the job was done. And then I come back, go to sleep and wait for the next phone call. I later moved into the office setting where I was designing oil field cement. And that's a topic for a whole nother podcast. If you want to listen to me talk about cement, I'm more than happy to do that. But most people don't. And so I would still receive phone calls all night long because lab testing was a 24-7 business. We had strict deadlines and it would cost a lot of money if we were late on anything. And so I took it really personally and I would worry all the time and I just created the assumption that the more I worry, like the more successful I will be. And that is a horrible affirmation. It's just the way it was. Um, and that was my life. And honestly, it I became unpleasant. I was not nice to be around. I was quite miserable. I took out all my daily stresses from work out on like people around me. And that's just not okay, but I couldn't see it. My number one priority was my job. And my number one priority personally was being good at my job so that people would tell me I was good at my job. And that's how I lived my life. And that takes a toll on a person. And I could see that later on during my time there. I had worked there for over three years at this point. I started to get more upset, like regularly. I would sometimes go to the bathroom at work and cry. I went to the doctors and my blood pressure was ridiculously high. And she's like, you're in your twenties. Like, this is not okay. And I was like, it was around this time that I'm like, don't worry. I'm quitting my job. I think it's going to be okay. But the stress manifested physically, emotionally, mentally, and it's so draining and it's just not how life has to be. Some people are better suited for that environment. I just didn't know there were other options. I just thought that I had to sit in that struggle and be upset all the time until I retired because I like applying for another job just didn't even enter my realm of possibility. But then I happened to be on vacation 
in early 2015. I went to Australia and I was able to take that trip because um, I had finagled, I love that word, finagled some extra vacation days off the record in exchange for working 30 consecutive on-call days. And that was crazy stressful. I even remember that was a time that like I made a mistake and it destroyed me because I don't make mistakes. Then like that's a toxic mindset to have as well. But it's true. That's how I felt at the time. And so I'm on this vacation and taking a scuba certification course. And there are like almost 20 people in this class. And this is a crazy thing. Like part of the course is to do this live aboard thing where you would go on the boat for a few nights and you would like do all the dives and then like come back on the boat and sleep there with the whole class. And it was this fun thing. And I couldn't do that part because I didn't have enough time on my vacation to fit in everything because I had to go back to work. And the fact of the matter is that every single other person in that class was on some sort of long-term travel, whether they had just graduated from college or they quit their jobs to travel. None of them had to go back to work. They were all discussing their future travel plans like across Australia or that flight to Thailand or Cape Town. And I was just dumbfounded. I couldn't believe that was a thing that people did. And then now that I learned that was a thing people did, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so went back to Texas, went back to work, couldn't stop thinking about long-term travel. And so I spent the next several months in all of my free time reading travel blogs, writing down all the places I would want to go, reading all the things that I would want to do in said places. And I got so excited. I hadn't felt excitement in a really long time. And that's crazy because life is meant to be filled with joy and excitement. And I straight up couldn't experience that because I was just drowning myself in misery. So it felt amazing to feel excitement. And I'll take it one step further. I immersed myself so deeply in travel research and travel plans that I got to a point where there was no other choice that this is what had to happen. I hadn't even quit my job yet. I hadn't made any plans, but I just was so deep in the research that I could only see my life going in this one way. And that was to be traveling the world in the near future. And it, it was, it excited me beyond measure. <laughs> so again, fast forward a little bit. It was around the end of May or June, 2015. I'm like, this is going to happen. I'm quitting my job. I'm going to quit my job to travel the world. And I did. And like, that sounds easy. It wasn't easy. I stressed out for days. I'm like, I'm going to do it today. I wouldn't do it that day because I would get scared and worried about how they would react. And I think it's so normal. And a lot of us do that, that we're like, oh, they need us. The company really needs us. And we don't want to disappoint anybody. But working for anybody, working for an employer, it's business. It's transactional. You are replaceable. Sad truth, but it's the truth. And we create these stories in our head that we're not. But if anything happened with that business and they were going under, they would happily let you go in order to save money. The way that we see our jobs is sometimes different than how they see us as employees. And that's really important to remember when you're doing anything in terms of changing jobs or quitting jobs to travel or whatever. Anyway, I finally got up the courage. I went into my boss's office and I split him my little resignation letter on his desk. He's like, what's this? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I 
can't work here anymore. I don't remember exactly what I said, but then we like, after it came out, I felt a lot calmer. He was really supportive. He's like, what are you going to do instead? And I said, I'm going to move all my stuff back to Massachusetts and then I'm going to travel the world. And he was like, that is great. I really think you should do that. And that was it. And I felt amazing. I'm like, I can't believe it was that easy. I can't believe I was stressed about it for over a week. And so I go back to my office and continue my travel research at work. Sorry, not sorry. And not two hours later, I find myself in the HR office. And HR is like, I heard you resigned today. And I was like, yes, I did. And they started asking me questions and all of these things. And I started feeling really uncomfortable. And I'm like, it's not you, it's me. And like throwing cliche breakup lines at them. And in hindsight, that's a little bit funny, but like, that's just what came out of my mouth at the time. My boss was there as well. And what happened next? I'm still floored. I cannot believe this happened. And this might get a little bit woo-woo for some people. But when you make aligned decisions, a lot of times the universe conspires to make things happen for you in your favor. So I had quit my job and now HR was coming to me to say, what if instead we offered you an incentivized leave of absence, which is essentially a sabbatical which is essentially offering me part of my salary to not work for one year and then offering me my job back in one year with a little bit more of my salary. And I said, wow, like that's incredible. Thank you, but no thank you because I knew I could not return to that environment. And with some more back and forth, they were telling me that I will probably change my mind that yeah, maybe you like traveling, but like, it's going to get old. It's like one year is a long time. You're going to need a job again. Eventually all of these limiting beliefs that you hear, but I didn't know about at the time. I told them I was sure. I said, I'm not coming back. I promise you. And they still said, but you, you might. And I said, okay, as long as I'm abundantly clear right now that I am not coming back, I will accept your offer of this incentivized leave of absence. And I did. And they gave it to me and they gave me a quarter of my salary upfront, no questions asked. And that's money for travel. And I could not believe that happened. And that was not the first time, like more money kept coming my way. When I had quit my job, I had just taken a promotion. I moved from being like a project manager into the sales side and I retroactively received um, a $1,000 per month stipend for driving my car. And literally <laughs> I had to drive across the street to the sales office I was going to. It was not even two minutes away. And I received retroactively $1,000 per month from when I started that position. I didn't even know that was part of the job. And so money just started like coming my way. I had health insurance through my employer for that year it was just really lucky. And that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have the courage to take the step that I knew was right for me. And that's the point of this. I'm not saying any of this to be braggadocious or anything like that. It's just sometimes, oftentimes, things work out in your favor when you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it can happen for you too. And in ways you don't even know yet. So you have to take those aligned steps in order to see what's going to reveal itself. So that's my first career break. I traveled the world for about two, two and a half years. Originally, I had planned on one year. My job had called, offered me my job back. And as promised, I did not go back. So 
that's where my health insurance ended. That's, I just kept traveling. I didn't feel finished. Had I thought this through and planned it out better, maybe I would have gone back to work in order to get some more money. I only would have had to work there for six more months in order to claim all of the money that they offered. But I was just so burnt out and like really stressed about even considering going back there. I don't know that it would have been physically possible for me and that's okay. And like, this is the decision I made and it was really aligned for me at the time. My travels were a whirlwind and we'll talk more about this in a future episode on planning. So I didn't do a great job this time planning, but like these are the lessons that I learned in my career break that I'm happy to share with you so that you can do a more efficient and effective career break, an intentional career break, if you will. Um, so yeah, that's career break number one. I said I did it twice. I was able to leverage this break to travel into transitioning industries completely when I made the decision to return to the workforce. I will say that I got a job after because I didn't know that I could do anything else. Like still at this point in time in my life, I had assumed that the only way I can make money is to have a job trading time for money for an employer. And I came a long way in the sense that I decided that I was only going to apply to jobs that felt aligned and a good fit. And so I did do that. And that was a great step in the right direction. I knew engineering wasn't for me anymore at that point in time. And the exciting thing here is that like, while it was a little bit difficult applying to jobs, within three months, I had so many interviews and three job offers. And so the fact that people do worry sometimes about the gap in the resume, doing air quotes, um, it's not a big deal. It is really not. This is one of my favorite things to talk about, but a career break can be a huge asset and you can absolutely leverage it when you're trying to reenter the workforce if that is what you choose for you. And so, like I said, this is what I thought I had to do, but I did find a job that I really loved at a company that I really loved and that was aligned with what I cared about. And so I was able to transition from engineering to working for an education travel company. And how cool is that? I had just traveled the world. Of course, I want to work in education travel. And so I was an operations manager managing, um, schools, English language schools for foreign exchange students coming all over the world to learn English in the U.S. and Canada. And I got to travel for work to those schools. And it was an ideal thing. Um, but sometimes, as with all jobs, and so you'll see through my progression that I learned that I don't have to stay somewhere that doesn't feel like a good fit. Um, when I was engineering. I like, I didn't even consider changing jobs. <laughs> I just wait till I got to a breaking point. I'm like, I need to do nothing. But now I learned that like, it wasn't quite what I was looking for anymore and decided to make an intentional change. Unfortunately, that intentional change was back into the world of engineering. And this is the lesson, like the final time I needed to learn this lesson, I think. But I ended up taking a job as a project manager working in wind energy, which sounds really cool, but the work environment was toxic. Again, the people, it just, it wasn't what I wanted. 
And so I failed fast. I quit after five weeks and decided to take a career break again and travel the world and not make any rash decisions in my life, see what the world had to offer. I traveled slower and more intentionally, and it was incredible. And it opened my mind and it took me on this personal growth journey and it made me realize a lot of things and it made me realize that there are possibilities and opportunities out there outside of working for a company, outside of sitting in an office, outside of being confined to a location. And so I've come a long way from where I started to where I was at that point and to where I am now. And so sometime between that point and now there was a pandemic, I am, I had a temporary job opportunity and I continued on this personal growth path. And that led to the birth of my business called Travel Shifters and how I now help professionals who felt like I felt, feel like I felt, break free of the struggle of their toxic job or just the burnout, or maybe you even like it, but you prior, you want to prioritize travel. Travel is more important to you than the job. And I mean, that's so valid. This is your life. Do you really want to spend your whole life working? So I help professionals take intentional career breaks, travel the world, heal from that burnout and open their minds to whatever might come next. And so I'm so excited to showcase some of this with you on this season of the podcast. Um, In subsequent seasons, we'll delve deeper into other things that I help people with, remote work, digital nomad lifestyle, et cetera. Just there are so many ways that you can bring more travel into your life if you want to. And that's, that's my story that's focused on the career break part of it. And I'm so excited to just continue this journey with you guys. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you hearing my story. And I will catch you on the next episode. And we'll dig more into some tips if you want to take a career break. So thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Wait, before you go, if you are considering a career break of your own and could use support, a community of like-minded individuals, and actionable lessons on how to get started, check out the Career Break Bootcamp membership. A combination of pre-recorded modules and live monthly sessions will remove the overwhelm and propel you forward into taking the career break of your dreams. Visit www.travelshifters.com slash cbb sign up to learn more. And it's also linked in the show notes for easy access. Thank you for tuning in to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would be so thankful for your positive review on Apple Podcasts so I can keep the episodes coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra tips and travel inspiration on Instagram by following me at The Travel Shifters or by visiting my website at travelshifters.com. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.